75% of girls and 80% of boys would be affected by the price um, of cigarettes. And I think that is, if anything, a, a bit more than what you see in other parts of the world. This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Subscribe with iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Newly released data on smoking habits in South Korea says despite last year's increase in the price of cigarettes, more than 20% of young smokers will continue smoking. Out of nearly 7,100 teenage smokers surveyed by Yonsei University in 2013, 20% of men and 25% of women said they were undeterred by the increase in South Korea's average price of cigarettes by 2,000 won per pack. And to find out what these results mean, I spoke with an economics and health policy professor who's done years of research on the relationship between the price of cigarettes and smoking habits. I'm Frank Chalupka. I'm a, an economist, a distinguished professor of economics at the University of Illinois in Chicago. And I direct the university's health policy center. And I also direct a research program called Tobacconomics, where we do research on the economics of tobacco and tobacco control, including a lot of work on the economics of tobacco taxation. What stood out for me was actually the, the opposite. That's the um, 75% of girls and 80% of boys would be affected by by the price um, of cigarettes. And I think that is, um, if anything, a, a bit more than what you see in other parts of the world. Um, so we know from the work that we've done, we know from the work that others have done, that uh, young people are particularly sensitive to price increases, two to three times more than adults are. Um, but, you know, for me to, to see that, you know, the vast majority of kids are actually quite responsive to prices in, in Korea was, um, was if, if anything, surprising. Um, so I was kind of interested in the way that they spun the results to, to highlight the fact that there were some kids that weren't, um, but to really ignore the fact that three or four times as many were, were actually quite responsive to the price. We have done work like this in the U.S. where we've asked kids about what, um, what happened to their smoking behavior if you raise prices by... Um, 50 cents a pack or a dollar a pack. And what you see is is that some kids respond to small price increases as the price increases get bigger and bigger. You see more and more kids um, say that that would deter them from smoking. Um, but again, to, to see 80% of kids, 80% of boys or 75% of girls say that those high prices would keep them from smoking is actually quite a high number. Despite major cigarette price increases last year here in South Korea, the Korea Times reports that researchers in charge of the study say that, quote, the impact of cigarette prices on smoking is insignificant considering the financial resources of teens. And I asked Professor Chalupka to describe the most effective way to design price increases for cigarettes. One of the things that we've really been emphasizing is the role of affordability. Um, so it's not just price in absolute terms, but it's also really thinking about price as it relates to income. Um, so to the extent that, that incomes are high, to the extent that kids have a lot of disposable income, um, cigarettes are relatively affordable. And if you look at what was true in Korea before the tax increase last year, um, cigarettes were actually among the most affordable in the region. 
um, given you know, relatively high incomes, given relatively low prices. Um, so the, the tax increase that happened there um, did help make cigarettes less affordable, which is going to have an impact on consumption. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, they're still relatively affordable. If you looked at the price there relative to the price in, in every state in the U.S., um, prices would be cheaper in Korea than they are here. Um, so you know, there's, there's still a lot of room for increases um, in prices. Um, and then the second factor is, is this idea of you know, how big the price increase is. Um, and part of what we've been trying to tease out is, is looking at these sort of big price increases versus more incremental changes in price that eventually add up to the same amount. And what we see is, is that these sorts of big price increases are actually relatively effective. Um, you know, I think that they, they are much more dramatic. People see them. They're much more obvious when they go to the store to buy cigarettes. Um, and that that carries some additional shock value. Um, it's harder for the industry to offset with its pricing strategies. And what you end up seeing is that those tend to have a bigger impact. Um, so again, you know, I look at the data that came out from this study, and, and to me it tells me that this has been a very effective policy. Um, the, the big tax increase, the near doubling of prices, you know, has been an effective deterrent to keep you know, 75 to 80 percent of kids from taking up smoking who might have otherwise done it. Um, but, you know, again, the fact that there are still some kids that say the price isn't affecting their decisions um, tells me that there's room for further price increases. I also spoke with another expert to discuss youth smoking trends seen here in South Korea over the past decade and how the methods used by the Yonsei survey and other smoking data collection methods should influence how you interpret the results. My name is Ching Lee. And I'm the senior analyst in American Cancer Society Economic and Health Policy Department. I've actually done the 2005 and 2008 waves of the Global Youth Tobacco Surveys, and uh, which is the developed by WHO and uh, like um, really nice data. Um, that's um, is a survey based and in school, and uh, we do find a lot of. Um, interesting stuff in the South Korean waves. So first of all, it's really, really high prevalence of uh, smoking. You can see like 20-30% of people, they are smokers. And uh, also uh, you found that the age of them initiating is actually quite young. You found in South Korean waves, most people, they were saying, I started I initiated on my age 12, 13. So it is a problem <laughs> in South Korea of the smoking among teenagers. I did read that paper, and uh, their specific question is actually there are a few like uh, choices asking you like what particular price range will make you stop smoking. So in that paper, there was an option saying that no matter how the price changes, I will not stop. So I do, that's a very classic question to ask in like a, a tobacco use surveys among youth. So in global youth tobacco surveys, in the South Korean waves, they also asked similar questions. They were asking you um, what price range will stop smoking, but in that like a survey, in that survey, there are only like a choices like two to three uh, thousand one, three to four thousand, four to five, five and above. So when they are choosing, the last option is probably sometimes um, not because they really. If you ask them, 
what price will stop you from smoking. They're not going to feel in infinite if they have a choice to. It's just that they, among those options, they put their attitude towards the very end. So they define them as the persistent smokers. It's just like, like an attitude. But uh, uh, as the authors in that paper admit themselves as one of their uh, limitations, young people are not going to do what they're saying. So it's just an attitude. They just express an attitude. I'm Chance Dorlin for KoreaFM.net. This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net.